Kick, flip, big tits, donkey lips, flabbergast. Oh, hey. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did, did you hear yourself? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, we most certainly are recording. Welcome to episode 79 of the Bombcast. What up, dude? Hey, I gotta say, I love the opening. And that is good advice. If For anybody who hasn't heard it before, you should never just whip it out. <laughs> uh, never. never. You know, it's always good never. to have permission before you do something like that. They, they gotta ask first, man. Yeah. They gotta ask first. Yeah. Or draw you a picture or write you a note. <laughs> it's, there's two parts to that conversation, man. <laughs> It's funny. I was I was going through, and I was going to add a clip where we were uh, one of our early episodes where we were talking about like don't hit. Or I was like, when would you? I was trying to get you to say that you would hit a woman under a, a circumstance if she was attacking you. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, and I cut that clip out, and I had it there at the end, but it just sounded like out of context. It was like we're just talking about like it's good to hit a woman, and I was like, no, 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 that that's not that's not what we were going for here, brother. In context. That was some pretty fucked up shit. <laughs> That's why I was no on the way. side of never putting your hands on a woman. So I'm gonna double down. If if a woman is attacking you, like if she's trying to stab you, that was what I was. That was what the conversation was. If she's trying to stab you, would you punch her? And you were like, no. I, and I'm like, I would, def- I would punch her. deflect the blade, and I would walk <laughs> Which away. You don't know how to do or run. Yeah, yeah, walk away or walk run. Away. You know, hopefully she doesn't know how to. She's not good at throwing <laughs> knives. You know, wouldn't want to get yeah. one in the back, but. Yeah. I'll take my chances. Any woman that I'm dating that is not going to know how to throw a knife properly. So <laughs> that's, that's in your Tinder profile, like no knife throwers. Tinder and Bumble, yeah, yeah. And Bumble, no, yeah. no knife throwers, including axe. Nope, nothing with yeah. a sharp blade. I don't need anybody with that skill in my life that I'm trying I got to you. have sex with. <laughs> I got you. I will but disappoint. I, I, <laughs> and then the other one I thought was that don't whip it out, and I was like, you know what? In or out of context, that's just solid advice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just super solid. Like you said, it's just, that's, that's, that should always be the case. And, and it works, you know, not just, your, not just your dick, you know, you shouldn't whip anything out, you know, yeah. it's just good words to live by, you know, yeah. <laughs> you should be careful about what you choose to whip out without anybody's, uh, okay. Or, you know, but then yeah, being I a totally part agree. of the whipping process. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah, um, very much against whipping things out. Yeah, I can't think of any context where it's helpful. Unless, like, I don't know, if we're, like, hanging out and then I had, like, a a rare comic book in my backpack and I just whipped it out. And I'm like, check this shit out. You'd be like, oh, what the fuck? No, I'd be like, oh, bro, what the fuck you doing whipping that out like that? You got to take care of this motherfucker, man. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you got to ask me first. Why are you being consent, so aggressive? Why are you being so aggressive yeah, with yeah. the book? <laughs> Yeah. All right. All right. Let's just, all right. Don't whip it yeah, out. Don't whip don't, anything out don't, ever. Don't whip it. Ever. You got to ask five times. There was like that college or something. There was like a thing in the 90s where it was like, 
ask every step of the way. It had to do with like, you know, too much non-consensual, or I guess, like, you know, rapey guys in colleges. So there was all these things like you had to ask every, they were trying to say like every guy you need to ask every step of the way. So it was like, um, can I hold your hand? Can I kiss you? Can I take your bra off? And I was like, okay, like the, 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 um, the essence of that is good. Like consent is mandatory. Yes. But like (laughs) every, can I kiss you again? Can I kiss your neck? Can I touch your hair? Like during the act of itself, like once the agreement is made that you're doing it, it's on. And then at any time, anybody can take away that consent and it stops. But like to stop before every single thing you do and ask if it's okay, I don't know anything less sexy <laughs> than that. Uh, yeah, I mean, agreed. And honestly, a couple of things about that. Like if you if you have to go to those lengths where you mm. where you have to ask that many questions just to, you know, for the physicality of a thing, it's yeah. a bad look for both people. Because like as the guy yes. or the woman, it's like, well, shit, what if, what's happened in my life where I need to do this? And yeah. if the other person, perhaps I'm not ready for this. Right. If if that's if that's what I need. If yeah. the other person is like, who the fuck am I dating right now that requires yeah. this much? It's like, nah, that's just a bad look all the way around. It's funny. Uh, there's a scene like that in uh, Curvy Enthusiasm. Uh, you remember that one with, uh, with 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 LD when he starts Lucy Liu? No, no, no. He he starts dating his lawyer's. Uh, uh, oh yeah, the the, the one secretary where she, where he. Yes. Yes. Yeah, and it was right. It, it, it came right after the whole uh, the the Me Too movement, so it was kind of like a response to that. And so Larry is in this woman's house. Uh, it was the wife from the Fockers movie. Meet uh, Meet the well, Meet the Fockers is the sequel. What's the first one called? Yeah. Uh, no, Meet the Fockers is the first one. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And then it's I think whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ben Stiller's wife in that movie is the. The woman in this scene that Larry is uh, having this exchange with, and and he has his phone set up because he's recording it too, like a video. Yeah, and he's yeah, saying, "May I?" Oh yes, that's right. Yeah, would it would that's it be right. okay if I if I put my hand <laughs> around like, your waist? <laughs> yeah, he lays it all out first. Yeah. like and after and during the course, would it be okay if I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit's good. That was awesome. That shit's good. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you know. And I'm assuming that, you know, if anybody in, in any type of uh, romantic or sexual encounter feels the same, but I've had girls like w- while we're hanging out or like, like kind of laying next to each other, nothing's happening yet. We're just kind of like almost about to have something happen. I've had girls ask like, can I kiss you? And there's nothing that can like kill an erection faster than just be like, can I kiss you? It's, it sounds fucking weird. For real? Fuck. Oh man. Yeah, I'm the, dude. I'm the opposite. Cause I, cause I'm so bad with reading body language signals, signals uh, and all that. Uh, if a, if a woman ever says, I'm, I'm sure one has before says that to me, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready to go. I'm like, Oh hell yeah. You can kiss me girl. Shit. Well, I guess, I guess I wasn't attracted to that girl. So it's a bad example. Oh, well, there you go, man. If I was into her, if I was into her, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're on unattra- immediately like shove my dick down your face. Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're, 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 unattra- you're, you know, your libido issue had less to do with her yeah. asking if she can kiss you more to do with the fact, uh, no, not with, not yeah. with them lips. <laughs> I, I Get out of here. I don't like you, yeah. ma'am. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. But either way, either way, I don't, you know, I'm. I don't know any girl who wants to be asked 
may I kiss you? They just want to be kissed. And if they don't, like, you know, <laughs> they'll let you know. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, yeah, there's, there's just, anybody has to ask those questions and kind of be that uh, formal about everything. It's like, you're, they're, they're, yeah. they're, they're just socially uh, ignorant yeah. and they're not able to read body language because like you said i mean i've gone for kisses on women plenty of times and they either you know they'll pull back and they do yeah and that's like oh okay got it yeah then you're, oh shit my bad i missed <laughs> yeah one. all good yeah it won't happen again yeah there is this that, like i mean especially now i mean obviously like everybody's so terrified of making a mistake or you know doing something that's unwanted but like you don't know unless you try and then the appropriate response is like no thank you and then you're like oh right my bad okay yeah it's 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 over. That's it. No big deal. No means no. Um, like it's as simple no as that. No means no. Yeah, yeah. But both sides need to participate. Like if you're not on board, you need to say that. Yeah. And then if somebody is not on board, you need to respect that shit. But anyway, sounds pretty easy to me. It's not terribly complicated. I explained that shit to my son when he was like two. He got it right yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. It's the most common of common sense. So yeah, we were we were at a park and he wanted to play with this little girl and then she stopped like at, they were running around and then she stopped wanting to play and he like tried for a second she said no and then i just told him hey man it's all good she said no yeah. so as soon as somebody says no it's over and he was like okay and that was it that's, that shit was easy as fuck you know maybe maybe there's that's that's why there's so many fucking assholes running around out there because they never had that lesson when they were young because when yeah. you're young and you get taught a thing i mean because kids are sponges i mean i don't have kids but i was a kid myself yeah. you know a lot of the lessons that i learned about how to interact and engage with people in a society, uh, the right things to do, the wrong things to do, were things that my parents taught me at a very young age, and they just stuck yeah. with me. And they yeah. didn't question it. I was like, oh, okay. Didn't know. Yeah. Now I do. And uh, yeah, I think it's just a lack yeah. of that not being taught uh, at the time that it should have been. And now you've got Absolutely. these adults who just think they can do and get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same thing, like, you know, when I, we had a conversation about like sexuality when he was, I don't know, three or four or something like that. I don't know, we were watching something or read something and it was like something about like two guys being in love. And he was like, huh? And I was like, oh yeah. So here's a cool thing. Uh, some boys like girls, some boys like boys, some boys like both, some boys don't like either. Some girls like boys, some girls like girls, some girls like both, some girls don't like either. And he was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, and you know what? Some people are born and they look like boys, but on the inside, they, they're they actually girls. And then sometimes a girl is born, but on the inside, she's actually a boy. And he was like, okay, cool. And that was it. That shit was easy and it was over. And it was like, yeah, it's all good. Everything's fine. I think that was great. So more or less is trying to just end the conversation. He was just like, okay, okay, dad. No, no, no. Stop it, talking it about this. Now. <laughs> it, no, it was, it was, we weren't talking about sex. I know. I'm, I'm fucking with like, you. I'm fucking with you. Yeah, it was just, uh, it was super easy. And yeah. then since then, he's just like, uh, you know, if there's a gay character in a story, he doesn't give a shit. It doesn't matter to him. Yeah. It's like, that's great. Did you ever have a sex talk? Did your dad ever have a sex oh, talk? Oh, yeah. Yeah. For real? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, with all the, the amount of fucking that my dad did back in the day. <laughs> that is true, man. Your dad, I mean, back in the day, still, that motherfucker gets uh, down. Yeah, he does, man. Uh, it was a talk. I mean, because my dad is not, he's not, uh, Yes, he's got a lot of his 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 sexual history is fucking loaded, but it, he, he the talk was not a bragging talk. It was don't don't be like me because my dad is not right. proud of his uh, his sexual history a lot of ways. Yeah. And 
So it was more or less him just telling me, and I, I, I wasn't three, but I was definitely, I was young, maybe, I don't know, the first time I remember him telling me about it, maybe six or seven. And just basically just saying, it's like, look, you know, the, 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 the genesis or the, the, the core of his, of his talk was basically just, you know, there's no need to rush, you know, oh, good for him. there's no need to rush. Uh, you know, you'll, you'll have sex. Like when, when, when it happens, you're going to live a long life. You don't need to feel the need to rush into this stuff. And, good you man. know, good ha- man. having multiple partners is not really anything that is like, you know, something you need to brag about. It's all about finding that mm-hmm. one woman that can be in your life and duh, 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 all that shit. Right. Uh, which I'm glad that he taught me that. I mean, he sure. knew that he never practiced it. Yeah. Uh, and so growing up, like high school, junior high, high school, I would always kind of call him out because he'd be doing his things, you know, uh, fucking around on my stepmom and stuff like that. And I'd, mm. I'd hold him to the task, like, Pop, you know, you're telling me all this shit and here you go. And he's like, I know, son. I know. I know what I do is wrong, I'm, which is why I don't want you to do it. Right. But be better than me. Be better than me. But yeah, he's like, I, I've got stuff that I'm working through and, you know, I know this isn't right. But he's like, I've lived mine. I just don't want you to have to go through the same kind of mistakes that I did. So, and he's also modeling, you know, uh, being self aware and taking responsibility for your actions and like not lying or sugarcoating. Be like, yep, I I get it. You're right. That's all really good shit, man. Yeah, I think he probably went a little bit too good a job on me because, like, to this day, I think it's why I'm so uh, hesitant and scared to approach a woman. Sure. Because I'm just so fucking well. I mean, or maybe it's just my 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 nature. I'm just shy when it comes to yeah. uh, to talking to chicks, man. But it's like I'd like to be more out there, you know, just to say hi, you know, like hey, my sure. name's Brian, and I can do that. It's just the shit after that. I'm like, um, okay, right, <laughs> right. So you want to have sex now? Yeah. <laughs> Should I just whip it? Yeah. I never had that talk. Um, obviously, you know, I didn't grow up with my dad around, but like I remember I was visiting him once and we we're sitting on the couch watching TV and I was probably 12, 11, 12, 13, somewhere around there. And uh, there was like a commercial on TV that was, they were using sex to sell something, you know, a fucking telephone or whatever it was. A pair of jeans, yeah. A pair of jeans, cheeseburger. <laughs> and uh, you know how America do. Toothpaste. And um, yeah. And he was like, he, in the middle of the commercial, he just kind of like glanced over and he was like, do you have any questions about that? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay. And that was it. Did your mom have a talk with you about it at any point? No. No? No. I had no parenting, B. No fucking parenting. You were raised in the wild, man. I I tell people I was raised by wolves. It was just like, I just had to figure out all this shit out. That's why I made, you know, all the mistakes. But uh, it's funny, like I thinking about that this morning because like, i'm constantly like with grayson constantly it's lessons all the time and it's just it just comes up naturally you know and uh like you know on uh, saturday we're boxing and um he's he's getting fucking tired like in the middle of the round he's like struggling and i'm like hey are you tired and he's like yeah and you could tell like in his brain, he, he, for a second, he was like, oh, that means we could stop. And I was like, I get tired too. Get your hands up. Let's go. <laughs> and while we're going, I'm like, you know, it's okay to be tired. Like you can, you can train tired. You can fight tired. You can work tired. Um, it's okay. You don't always have to be uh, high energy. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay. I was like, well, cause we want to be good at this. Right. And he's like, yeah. I was like, well then 
you just have to do the work. Even if it's not your best, you just have to do the work. And he goes like, and, awesome. I, and I would say, you know, doing that work when you're tired, that's where you're getting the most out of it. Of course. Um, in anything, honestly, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I boxed when, on when Saturday it, myself. Did you? Yeah, had another lesson. Nice. And, How'd that go? Oh, man, it went good. I love it. It's like um, anytime, any Saturday that I've got my lesson with Charles, because I, I, I have an actual schedule with him now, now that I've got a... Uh, a job that pays me every other week as opposed to once a month. Yeah. So nice to be back on that schedule. Um, so basically every payday, I have a lesson with him on Saturday around 11 a.m. Nice. And uh, yeah, man, I love it. I it's I mean, yeah, I mean, I yeah, tired. I it blows me up more than any physical activity that I do. I mean, that shit is yeah, it's, and it's an hour, it's um, you know, three minutes on 30 seconds or whatever. It basically like mirrors uh, the rounds of a fight kind of. Mm -hmm. And by the mid, I, I can see my cardio getting better because uh, I'm able to kind of get through the hour not feeling like total death, which was the which was how I was feeling when I first started. But even still, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, midway through, you know, like you said, you know, keep get the hands up, you know, like I can feel my shoulders starting to drop and yeah, I just put them back up. You know, sometimes they'll tell me to, but a lot of times like, I can feel it myself and I don't need him to tell me. I'll just put him back up and say, let's go, you know. Yeah, it's just be be tired. Just be tired, Fight yeah. Tired, like it, that doesn't mean anything. I love it. Um, I, I think that's the best the best part about martial arts and, and all that is like just like you you constantly fail that you can't. There's there's no other way around it. You have to just fail so much at small things, at big things. So it's like you you learn how to cope with failure, manage it, and stress and anxiety. And 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 you know, like you're just saying, it's like I got you know an hour. So I got 20 more minutes or 30 more minutes. It's like, I got to do it. Yeah. I'm here. Exactly. So it's, it, it really helps you just like, no, I, I committed to this. And even in this moment, I'm here. I got to do it. It's, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. And it helps. Uh, I told, I told Charles, I was like, yeah, about how I've been going through my, my deep dive, re-listening to all the Jay-Z's albums. He was like, he's like, word. Cause he loves Jay-Z too. He's like, which one do you want to hear? <laughs> and I was nice. like, so you put on the Magna Carta. And we Hard just... Knocks Volume 2, sir. <laughs> uh, so we just had that. For as anybody a... listening, that's not a great record. That's that's the joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, no. Hard Knock 2 is good. Yeah. You're, his second album is not good, is what you're... Second album. Sorry, yeah, which is, uh, which is... In My Lifetime? No. I think so. Is it In My Lifetime? It's so oh, bad yeah. that I've kind of, in my head, I've... <laughs> to protect... My fondness of Jay Z, I think my brain has just kind of turned it, that album well, off. We, we've had that conversation. I told you before, like he, he's 50 50. It's every other album is amazing. And then the ones in between are just kind of like, meh. And then you didn't believe me. And then we went through the catalog and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. No, we are. We, <laughs> oh, we have to we might have to do that again then. Cause I definitely, the only, the only two albums of his that I outright disliked was that second one and the Blueprint 2. Two. Blueprint 3 um, was good. What was the second record? Uh, I think it was in my lifetime. Oh yeah, it's in my lifetime, volume one. That's, volume what, I one, That's yeah. what I meant. Yeah. So yeah, hard knock volume two. Hard knock is good. Yeah. Um, no, and it's not like he has like a straight up, except for that second record. It's not like he has like straight up bad records. But as far as like he goes, it's pretty much for me. It's fifty fifty. Where it's like I'm like blown away, and then kind of like eh, whatever. That's fine. And then blown away, and then whatever. That's fine. Um, I don't believe you. But last thing on, on I don't on, believe yeah, you. We, we, we've gone over this before. You, you're just an apologist. You can't help it. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I am. I am for a lot of things, yourself included. But yeah. Well, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was smooth. You just slipped that in. I like that. Yeah, I like man. That. Um, 
but you know, I should have another one of those in about another six months. That's my average. (laughs) That's fine. Yeah. It's all, it's, it's on tape. So you can, it'll live forever. (laughs) Um, but like those, uh, like those lessons and stuff, uh, this morning, um, my grandmother passed away and this morning. Yeah. Oh, brother. I'm sorry, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. I'm okay. Thank you. Condolences, and dude. This is your mom's, you. your mom's mother? My mom's mom. Mm-hmm. Oh, Graham, I'm sorry, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. She was 90. You know, it's, it's you know, it's, she hasn't been doing well for a long time. And uh, so is one of the struggles about being like a share in custody as a single parent is like, I, I didn't want to wait and not tell him for a long time because I'm not going to see him. I drop him off this morning and I'm not going to see him till Wednesday. I didn't want him to go days and maybe like uh, he, if he heard it from my ex-wife. I don't know. So I, I wanted to talk to him. But since I'm not going to pick him up today from school, I kind of only had this morning to do it. But so I, I sat him down and I was like, hey, you know, you know, Grammy, I was like, you know how, you know, she's super old. She's 90. He's like, yeah. I was like, well, she's been sick, as you know. He's yeah. I said, well, you know, she passed away this morning. And his initial, re- and it's weird, like when he was a lot younger, he'd cry and I would always encourage him to cry. And, you know, if I saw like he was about to, I would ask, like, do you want to cry? And I'd bring him in and he would cry. But as he's getting a little older, I can see him like trying to fight that a little bit, which is, he's not, he's not getting that message from me. I don't know where it's coming from. Maybe at school or maybe it's just him or maybe at his mom's. I don't know. Anyway. So he immediately like got up and started, he tried to like, just walk, like ignore it. And I pulled it back. Hey, it's all good, dude. Come here, come here. And I just pulled him close and I sat and I was like, Hey, you know, if you want to, it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to cry. And he was like, but he was getting, he was quiet. Like he wasn't talking. Yeah. And I could tell like, okay, it's all, he's struggling. So I just held him close. I just hugged him. And then he, you know, hugged me back and he was still not letting himself cry. And I, I had to, be okay with that. Like it's a hard, it's a painful feeling. He doesn't want to feel it. And that's fine. And sometimes there's, there's uh, shock in there too, you know, where it's totally. like, you know, like I didn't, when my mom passed, like my tears weren't immediate. It was just, yeah. I was just in shock, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 And so, you know, he was like squirmy, like he was just like burying his face in the couch and in me and kind of wiggling around. And I was like, you know, he, he's feeling it in his body and that's, and I was like, that's, it's all good. And I just told him like, you know, it's okay to be upset. Do you want to stay home from school? And he said, no, which I got, like, he doesn't want to just sit with this shitty feeling. Yeah. So like, okay, okay. It's all good. Um, but it's just interesting. You know, you, you're presented with these opportunities as a parent to like teach these lessons. And, and for, for me, and this is no, like, it's not disrespect to my parents. I just, it's just as a fact, like I had no lessons growing up ever as, about anything. Um, especially about emotions. So it, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to be on the other side of it and then seeing these things happen and be like, okay, well, here's a teachable moment and I can hopefully shape him to being a healthier adult um, and, and, and learning this stuff early so he's, he, can, he can process these feelings naturally without it being like, you know, years in therapy later. Yeah, no, that's, that's good, man. I mean, that's how, you know, my mom, my dad, how they raised me and my sister, especially in situations so with uh, with death. You know, I remember. Yeah. I think the first 
my grandfather. He was the first person who passed away of significance to me. Mm. And I was in third grade. And I remember, yeah, my mom telling me. And yeah, kind of having that lesson about that then, even though she was going through it, obviously. Mm. Um, and then, because we were in Alaska at the time, so we had to fly to LA, you know, for the mm. funeral and everything. And then my dad was there and he did the same, you know. So yeah, it's uh, when those kind of major moments happen, having your parents there, somebody that you trust and that loves you kind of yeah. take you aside and just be like, hey, you know. This sucks. Yeah, yeah, it, it sucks yeah. and it's okay to feel how you feel, you know? I mean, especially yeah. when it comes to death, because that's such a, and that's why I do, like anytime somebody passes and I I, I never uh, place judgment on how they're supposed to feel. Totally. Because anybody who, anybody who does that has never gone through it themselves. Yeah. Is my takeaway. You know, and so, yeah, it's like, or, or, you know, or if they have, they're just being so selfish about it. Like, you know, like we all grieve in our own way and yeah, whether it doesn't matter what you think about it. It's like, the, you know, we all have to figure it out and, and do our best to get through it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, brother. Oh, thank you, man. You, I, I, your I your mother, that. you know, Grace and everybody. I'm sorry. My, yeah, my condolences. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm all good. You know, we had a. Our last, I don't know, five, ten years together weren't great. So, you know, I, I made my peace with that a long time ago. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> nice, happy note. Nice, happy note. Um, hey, man, it, 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 this, of, this is this is the life podcast. It doesn't have to always be about happiness. I agree. You know, it's about I, what we, it's about what, what comes up and when we talk. That's it. Nothing more, nothing I less. I agree, brother. I agree. That's why I, li- I love this podcast, man. Um Speaking of death, have you seen the new Hellraiser movie? No, I want to, though. I was going to see it last night, uh, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, I don't know why. I, I Maybe Game of Thrones or... I mean, but yeah, I, I want to see it. Um, which is funny. I, I, I'm i in this horror kick all of a sudden. And not just because yeah, it's, it's Halloween. You've been, you've been watching a bunch of horror movies the last few months. Yeah, it, it only took me uh, 43 years old, but I find myself not being scared of this shit anymore. Whatever it takes, man. It's the best. Yeah. Uh, and I remember seeing or trying to watch the first Hellraiser, I don't know, maybe like six, seven years ago, because I grew up with that shit. I mean, in the sense that it came out when I was, you know, yeah, alive. Pin- Pinhead was very, very famous. Yeah. Yeah. And knew yeah. of Pinhead. Um, never watched the movies as a, as a kid. They looked way too kind of intense for me. But then I, I think I was on, um, I think maybe it was Hulu. A couple years back, I tried watching the first one. And uh-huh. I don't know. I, it was kind of slow and kind of yeah dull. So I I wasn't scared by it. I just was bored by it. So I don't I didn't get that far into it. But this new one looks pretty intriguing. So and yeah, it's getting good. You know, pretty one, good reviews. So it is good. the The first one isn't great. It's uh, it's just got interesting character design, and that's that's kind of it. But the movie itself is not very good. Like I like it. I guess just out of nostalgia but it's not a very good movie the first one you're talking about the first yeah one, the first yeah. one but th- this one the new one and then there's there's a couple sequels to the original one yeah didn't they make but like this, seven of them is there that i i know that for sure there's three i think there's I eight actually there's, what the fuck yeah <laughs> well, that that's a sure sign that it's bad you know when it goes that far um but this new one i really enjoyed it was super fun it has a coherent story and uh, it moves and, and it does a much better job about 
fleshing out and explaining um, who these entities are and what they're after and then like how it affects people and, and the box and the whole thing. It does a better job of communicating that and, and uh, visually it's exciting. Yeah, I, I liked it. I thought it was fun. They made 10. What the shit? And that's not including the, the new one. It's 11. 11 it's 11 now? with the new one. Oh my God. So Hellraiser, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, Hellraiser 3, Hell on Earth. Oh geez, you gotta love these titles. <laughs> oh, no. Hellraiser yeah. 4, Bloodline. And after the fourth one, they dropped the the numbers Hellraiser. and just went with oh, okay. Hellraiser Inferno, Hellraiser Hellseeker, Hellraiser Jesus. Debtor, Hellraiser Debtor. Hell World, Hellraiser Revelations, Hellraiser Judgment, and then oh my god, like any of these long running you know franchises, they go right back to the original title of Hellraiser. Hellraiser, wow, yeah. But from what I from what I, I from no what idea. I read, because um, I you know I've been listening to some. Uh, podcasts and some bloggers talking about Hellraiser and stuff. A lot of these movies, they weren't, it was like a Die Hard 3, the one with yeah. Sam Jackson. Like they were just scripts that were never right. intended to be Hellraiser movies. But then the studio was like, oh, well, we can kind of turn this into a Hellraiser. Right. So that's kind of what happened to a lot of those. A lot of those. Make a few hundred grand off of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we got these scripts sitting around. It's like, ah, oh, fuck it. Just Hellraiser, whatever the fuck. Interesting. Yeah. Well, the new one's good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, it's cool. All right, so explain to me because one of the things I do, I do like about the franchise is that I know like Pinhead and like what do they call Cenobites? Mm -hmm. Like they're not your traditional like they're not your traditional monsters, right? And that's one of the things about the Hellraiser franchise is that even though I haven't I haven't seen them all that you know, but what I've read and heard about them is that they're they're unique and they're and they're a whore in that you know they're not really like boogity men or right. they're definitely not slashers. They're just like these, are they from hell? I mean, I would assume so, Hellraiser. But like these beings that are basically, are, are they judging people or are they like tempting them? With They're, they're tempting them. Um, so if they're from hell or not, I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Are just like a different it's, dimension it's, or something like that? It's another dimension, yeah. right. And then there's this box and I'm assuming they do this on, because they're, you know, uh, intergalactic or intercellular or whatever. So I'm assuming they do this on multiple planets. Um, but essentially they have this box and it's like a puzzle and there's, I think, f five phases to it. And uh, every configuration kind of the person who puts in that. Can so it's sequential. So it's like if you had it and then you did the first sequence, they would come for you. And that first sequence represents something. So they would torture you in a way. And then the next configuration, if I did it, they would come for me and torture me in a way. And basically their idea of torture is like they essentially have 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 felt all of the feelings and experiences so they've transcended into the only way you can get more sensation is through pain okay um this is so, this is the cenobites this is their or yes, the okay. cenobites okay. yeah so that's their whole thing is like they're they want to dole out and and even themselves because they're all mutilated and fucked up experience like greater thresholds of pain because that's the only way they experience or feel life anymore so they want to feel pain they want to or they want to inflict it and then watch it happen too okay um i thought i thought and, well why would anybody ever want to fuck around with one of these puzzles then well because you don't know what it is and then and then in this movie they do a really cool job so at some point you know the person finds it and i'm not going to give anything away but a person finds it and then 
unknowingly activates it. And then they're trying to save somebody else. And then they come to realize like, oh, it has to go through these sequences. And then I can get this person back. Okay. So potentially, potentially when the Cenobites do come after you've, you know, messed, but and I know you have to do the puzzle correctly, right? Like it's gotta be like this thing where like, or is it just, if you touch it, they come for you or something like that. It's not if you, like you can hold it, but like, there's just like you press a couple places and the box itself will configure in a different way. Okay. And th- and then they come. And then they come. Okay. And when they come, is it like an automatic death for that person or can they survive the torture and live? It's, it's to, basically an automatic it's death. An, okay. So it's like the ring yeah, yeah. almost. Like you see that thing yeah, and it's like, it's just a matter of time. You're. It's just a matter of time. Okay. Yeah. Um, but this one was good. Like the, the relationships between all the people were good and, um, uh, it, like I said, it was interesting, and and it painted a bigger scope of the of their not their world, but like what they do and why they're doing it, and and there were bigger consequences for people that were involved with it. It was good, man. I, I thought All it right. was fun. All right, yeah, I'll check it out tonight. Yeah, or today, <laughs> maybe watch it while it's still uh light out. Yeah, you got the day <clears throat> off because of that fucking um, genocidal uh, sociopath fucking mass murderer yeah yeah but but we're celebrating like for us the company is indigenous people's day so yeah yeah yeah. you know we're not we're not celebrating in his name uh i love there's a line in one of these jay-z songs i think it was on the Magna carta where he was talking about you know the only christopher we recognize is wallace (laughs) and i was like yeah yeah, yeah. talk about biggie i was like yeah i like that yeah i do too but yeah i got the day off i'm gonna go to the gym after this and uh, I'm still going to do some work. I have some, you know, kind of menial shit I need to do, mm-hmm. which is, you know, menial, but it's still important. So I, I've already actually started. I got up early this morning, started doing that before we recorded. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I really just want to chill, relax. Yeah, because I like the job. And my boss gave me a really nice compliment this past week, um, which I needed to hear. Uh, so that was very, very great. That was nice. But yeah, it's nice to have this day off and just kind of chill. Good, man. Rightfully so. I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, you can't work all the time. Yeah. That's no good. Um, Did you hear... Um, are you familiar with Antonio Inoki? Yeah, the uh, catch wrestler, right? Yeah, the Japanese wrestler. Uh, one of the most famous... Well, one of the most famous pro wrestlers ever. But definitely in Japan. He passed away right. on the first. And it, yeah, he, I mean, I'm not going to get all heavy into, because it's not a wrestling podcast, but he founded New Japan Pro Wrestling. Mm. Um, and he, probably the most famous thing that he did that anybody in America knows him about, especially like when I say those in America that are non-wrestling fans, is he fought Muhammad Ali. Right. Uh, and like, I think it was like 76, Maybe. A uh, very infamous fight. Uh, one of the first MMA fights, mixed martial arts fights, actually. Mm. And it was not a work. It was a shoot. And it was also one of the... <laughs> it was not a good match. Uh, there were all these rules that uh, Ali... Or that Inoki could not do mm-hmm. uh, to Ali. Because if they wanted to, the, the rules to be more or less, you know, boxing-centric. Striking, right. Yeah, so he couldn't grapple. Uh, Anoki couldn't really do much, so he basically spent the entire match on his back kicking at Ali's legs. 
<laughs> and did major damage to his legs. He had blood sure. clots and all that kind of stuff. Sure. He really kind of fucked him up. But it was kind of a disaster in terms of just the quality of the bout. It was a big disappointment. Of uh, course. It sounds terrible. Critically. But still, I mean, I think it was watched by, I don't know, 24 million people or some shit like that uh, in Japan. I yeah. think it was broadcast. So, Yeah. Um, Antonio Inoki, a, a while back, the only wrestling information I've ever introduced to you was uh, a match between Antonio Inoki and uh, the great Antonio, that big fat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where, uh, where and this is, it might be my favorite wrestling match of all time, um, where, you know, everybody listening, they're having a pro wrestling match. So, you know, they're slapping and throwing, you know, it's, but they're not fighting each other. They're, they're performing together. But this great Antonio, this big fat motherfucker, like was a total asshole and not selling anything Anoki was doing. And then he kept hitting Anoki on the back of the fucking head um, hard. And you can see Anoki like try to be a professional about it for a while. And uh, he does it again and again. And at a certain point, Anoki's like, you know what? Fuck this. And he punches that motherfucker right in the face and just beats the shit yeah. for real beats the shit out of him. And it's so satisfying to watch the turn of this guy trying to work and then being like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to, I'm going to demolish this guy. And he does. And it's very satisfying. This match. Cause you know, his, his death is being covered by a lot of uh, historians and, you know, Dave Meltzer is one of the, uh, you know, probably one of the, I don't know, the preeminent wrestling journalists out there. And, you know, he's been covering talking about Anoki and this match has been talked about a lot. Uh, because, yeah, it's, it was supposed to have been a worked pro wrestling match. But this guy, Antonio, was not cooperating, like you said. And it turned into a shoot uh, midway through the match. And, yeah, <laughs> Inoki, he was like, like you said, trying to be professional about it. But at, at a certain point in time, it's like, okay, you know what? Fuck this. Like, no. no. And, you know, anytime, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be an interview or a sports match. Anytime where I, it's something I, I love where I see two groups or two people and one person is trying to make it work and the other person is being unreasonable and just, you know, and then the person who was trying to make it work eventually has enough. That turn, I love so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just, it's so satisfying because, you know, they're essentially, then they're going to fight this bully who was being because, an asshole. And we can all, and we great. can all relate to that as human yes. beings. We've all been in a situation similar, yes. you know? Hey, I'm trying to, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I'm trying to make this happen. Yeah. I, I love that so much. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody listening, uh, you can YouTube uh, Great Antonio versus um, Antonio uh, Inoki. I N O K I. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, it's worth it's worth a watch. Yeah, it's yeah, worth a it's, watch. It's wonderful. It's really wonderful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did hear about that. And and you know a month or two before that uh the the great and amazing gene labelle passed away yeah um you know wrestling and and catch wrestling and jujitsu master you've been around forever mean gene um he's the guy if you've heard the story on set of that made steven seagal shit his pants that was gene labelle yeah i think Uh, think it was on the set of uh (laughs) hard to kill i believe yeah and, and people, you know, he. A lot of people have, uh, you know, debated the merits or uh, the truthfulness of that story about whether he shit his pants or not. I would like to believe it to be true. 
Here's the thing. Just because I, 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 you know, that's Steven Seagal. He seems like a piece of shit. No pun intended. Everybody knows it. Yeah. And and, and he likes to hurt people, stuntmen who aren't fighting back. He, he gets off on hurting them. Um, I think I may have met Gene once, but I know very close with a bunch of people who knew him for 30, 40 years. And uh, not only does nobody have a bad word to say about him, everybody acknowledges that he always was just straight shooter. He yeah. Was, but the, the way for me, the way I can usually discern if a story is legit or not is if they tell it while the other party's alive. And Gene didn't go around bragging about this. The story got out. People asked him and even he confirmed it without being like, yeah, I did it. But being like, well, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. And that was kind of his response, like saying, of course, yes, it's true. But um, because there's a, a ton of stories that come out you know, after Bruce Lee died, everybody and their mother was like, oh yeah, I, I trained with Bruce Lee or I beat up Bruce Lee and like all this nonsense. Like, okay, you didn't say that shit when he was alive. So I'm I'm willing to bet that you're full of shit. Right. Not that, uh, I, you know, Bruce Lee was not the greatest fighter of all time or anything like that. But, um, you know, the, after somebody dies to tell a story is, is kind of, yeah, that's yeah. That becomes myth making at that point. Yeah. And, and, and especially if it's, if it's glorifying you. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's it's just lame. Yeah, Gene. I mean, he he's one of those guys. I mean, because you and it's rare because he's one of, he's one of those figures that you know of very well, and I know of very well, but through different for various you know totally for different, different reasons because yeah. he was involved in so yeah his family his family was in pro wrestling he was in pro wrestling a bit he mostly trained others in it right um, but then yeah he did uh, judo. You know, and then what, like the stunt choreography, like he mm-hmm. he worked with Ronda Rousey, like they were tight. Mm-hmm. Um, he just trained a whole bunch of people and wrestlers and MMA fighters and everything. I mean, and like you said, like when he passed, like there were just this outpouring of goodwill and people saying just such good things about the man from from various uh, businesses and, and uh, yeah. disciplines, pro wrestlers, fighters, uh, people in Hollywood, you know, uh People in the pro wrestling industry, it was like just everybody just seemed to really, you know, love this man. Yeah. And he, and he was a real like no ego. I mean, everybody's got some ego, but like, you know, real he wore a pink gi and um, he didn't really get involved in like a lot of the nonsense that goes on in martial arts worlds and stuff. And and for me, like he was he's one of the last few. There's a handful more, but one of the last few of that era of when martial arts came to the states and got big he's one of the last few guys from that era that like learned at that time and then promoted it from that um that era so there's not a lot of guys like that left um so yeah yeah he's a he's a pretty impressive dude yeah not un- not unlike yourself brother oh thank you man i appreciate that i think i said jujitsu i meant judo um yeah. Anyway. Anyway. She-Hulk. Um, yeah. I actually just rewatched that this morning. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I moved. I moved away. Okay. There, <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I loved it. It was so fun. It's so fun. It, it, I think it was this had to. This was probably my favorite episode. Uh, yeah. Like easily. Yeah. Actually, it was. It was great. Um, Daredevil, you know, is is back in the MCU. Fuck yeah, 
Fuck yeah, Charlie Cox is back, full effect. And a, and a, a smiling Daredevil. Which, I have to say, they handled it beautifully. They did. It, it, was, it was perfect. He wasn't campy or stupid. It was like, it, it was still him, but just not super brooding. And it was really fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it totally felt like the same Daredevil from the Netflix show. Um, obviously the same actor. But yeah, like he totally fit uh, yeah. within the, the tone of the show. It wasn't jarring at all. Um, when he walks into that courtroom, I, 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 I knew it was, I knew he was going to show up in this episode, but I just, I, I kind of wasn't thinking. And then when he showed up, I was like, oh shit. I know. No, same here. <laughs> Fucking Matt Murdock. I, I, cause I, yeah, I knew it was, it was, yeah, I was not, for whatever reason, it surprised me, even though like, you know, to your point, like I knew he would be in the show. Yeah. But I was like, oh shit. I didn't expect yeah. him to be that guy's lawyer, I guess. Cause they're in LA yeah. and I'm like, well, how, why would he? But then, you know, right. obviously it makes sense. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was, it was a great, uh, surprise. It was a great, not surprise, not surprise to see him yeah. show up the way that he did. And yeah, they, they spar in the court as lawyers and then they fight later as superheroes and, and but they immediately make up cause they have this chemistry and, and the chemistry between them was fucking great, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons I wanted to rewatch it again, because I just love their banter, their back and forth. Like when they first meet each other, you know, in the courthouse and then, you know, later that night uh, at, the bar. at the bar, Matt, and I just, he's very cheeky. Like he orders her a apple martini, you know, to kind of yeah. break the ice. And she was like, oh, funny, you know, but they instantly hit it off, you know, and, yeah. and, and, uh, and they're both, I mean, by themselves, they're both very charming. And then together, uh, they really have a great chemistry and a great rhythm. And yeah, they, yeah. they work well. Yeah, really well together. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was just great to see Daredevil again. I, I love this character, man. And and a lot of it has to do with the fact of, of the guy portraying him. I just think it's yep. one of those situations where the casting for for Matt is just perfect. Perfect. Um, I, I I can't see anybody else. And even, you know, the other characters in the show, the He's made it his um, own. He's made it his yeah. own. Yeah, it was great. And I, I'm not a fan of the suit. I, I don't mind the colors, but um that, even in the Daredevil the line, series, the line, sorry, I hate to cut you off with the line though. When they, when they're, uh, when they first encounter each other as Daredevil and She-Hulk or maybe it was after, but she, she, she bags on the suit talking about, I guess, cause he asked is, uh, like when she unmasked Daredevil, she sees it as Matt and she's like, Oh shit, what, you know, what are you doing here? You And she, and, and so Jen turns back into Jen. And when she realizes him, she's like, wait a minute, you're not faking being blind. Are you? And he's like, no, no, I, I am, I am actually blind. And then she takes a shot of the suit. And she's like, "Okay, I guess that would explain the uh, ketchup and mustard, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, costume you got right here." I got to kick it. I, I, lo- I love the unmasking too because they didn't draw it out. Like they're fighting, and then as soon as she Hulk wins, which obviously she's gonna win, yeah. she's a fucking Hulk. She just grabs him and tears his mask right off because it's the most ob- big... it's the most obvious thing yes. to do. Yes, and exactly. I loved it so much. There was no big episodes of of build up for it. It's just immediately this whole show is like that, where it's like they don't take itself too seriously or it doesn't take itself too seriously. And they don't draw out stuff unnecessarily. Like what you would do as soon as you had the opportunity is tear that fucking mask off. Tear the mask off. Like who is this? Yeah. 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 But I don't like the suit. Um, but cause not because of the colors, I'm fine with the colors, but, uh, it's just too bulky. Yeah. And it was the same, like in, in the Netflix series, his original suit was just like jeans, a long sleeve and, uh, you know, bandana on his head and it looked fucking awesome. It was so badass. And then he puts on this very bulky, thick, 
you know, a uh, very textured fake abs suit. And I'm just like, I, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I didn't like the mask. They've improved a little bit on the mask. And then they're, so they're using that same type of suit where it's like, it looks like he's wearing cargo pants and a big belt. And for me, I'm just like, scale that shit back, make it way less. I, I don't know. It just, it, just it, I don't like it. I, don't I like it. I thought I thought it was fine, apart from the uh, the colors. But I see what you're saying. I I definitely see what you're saying. I mean, if they could, you know, maybe uh, make it appear a little bit more. I don't know if the word form fitting because it's tight. But but like you said, it is very. It's good. It, There's like it, all this padding. It's, it's padding. Yeah, yeah. And I get yeah. it, you know, because he takes a lot of bumps and everything. But yeah, it does look a little too hefty for yes. how he it's moves an and how athletic he is, you know, and all that. But. Yeah, I think it, hopefully it looks better once they go all red, which I think yeah. is coming, especially after that crack that Jin makes. Totally, the suit. totally. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Um, that's one thing, you know, in all these shows, it started, you know, really with the, the Christian Bale Batman, which I hated those suits um, where they they try to they keep trying to explain what it would be like in the real world. And it's like, guys, this is comic books. This is yeah. not the real world. I don't need these explanations. Put them in tights as long as it look if it looks cool. I don't care. I don't care about the reality of this. And in this show, it's like, and even in, in Daredevil, I don't need reality. He's a blind crime fighter. Like I, yeah. I'm all good. I'm all set <laughs> on reality. Like I, you don't need to in include that. It's yeah. just unnecessary. Yeah, that's true. And then he does the walk of shame. Uh, so funny. So funny. Yeah. They after uh, a night of crime fighting, um, Jen and and Matt, they get it on. And I, and I love it, too, because he was like, yeah, you know, maybe next time when I'm back in, in L.A., I can take you out for dinner. And she's like, you know, why wait? <laughs> and then the next scene is just them <laughs> going, you know, making out as they enter her apartment and they they get yeah. it on. I, I love that. I Me love too. that. Me too. It was great. Um, again, another thing they don't need to drag out. Just like, yeah, just put them in the relationship or, you know, whatever. I let them have sex right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then the morning, yeah, he's walking <laughs> in broad daylight. He's walking down the street in his daredevil get up. Holding his boots, no, you know, barefoot. No shoes. <laughs> no <on>. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very funny, man. I like it. Yeah, it was, it, you know, it was it was interesting because I was not expecting like um, them to hook up. You yeah. know, like with him being on the show, I was like, okay, that'd be cool to see Daredevil in the MCU proper. I mean, we saw him in, you know, cameo on Spider-Man, uh, the last one. But it was like, man, this is like the relationship that I didn't know that I needed to happen. You know, Absolutely. now I, I want these two to be together. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh man, they, 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 they totally just uh, they they fit and they work together. You know, and yeah, uh, I like. Yeah, this is a very fun episode. And yeah. the end, and it, this is actually one of the longer episodes too. I think it was like thirty six oh, yeah, minutes. They do that. Yeah, they do that tag at the end where that was very fun too. Where, you know, after they, her and Daredevil sleep together and then the episode keeps going and Jen is sitting there on the couch like, why is, why are we still going? The episode should be over right now. That yeah, she addresses satisfying... us, the, the, yeah, the audience, she's... like Ferris Bueller. And... Yeah, she's like, that was a very satisfying resolution. This should be done. What's going on? And then her friend shows up who, somebody pointed out, I saw that they think she's uh, uh, a witch. Um. She was wearing in one of the episodes. She was wearing a like a pentagram necklace, mm -hmm. and and there was some other like she said something. It's like, oh, maybe she's with uh, Agatha. Is that her name? Ag From yeah, yeah, Ag Agatha. So I was like, oh, that that would be interesting. Um, but yes. So then her friend shows up and is like, we got to do your makeup, and there's a gala, and then 
She-Hulk goes to get an award for lawyer of the woman lawyer of the year only to find out like 15 other people are giving this award. It was like every woman lawyer. It was every woman lawyer in LA pretty much was getting this award. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, that douchebag who had cloned her phone, whatever, whoever he gave that to, whoever he was working for, put up on this big giant screen, like a video of them having sex and like all this other shit. It was very fucked up. Yeah, and she kind of she she loses. This is the first time you see the uh, I guess that Hulk rage really get the best yeah. the better of her. She rips down the video wall. Everybody goes running, screaming. You know they're scared of her, and then she sees the, this group in the corner, and she's like, "You motherfuckers!" Like it's this. Uh, yeah, what's what's the name of the group? Intelligentsia or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, That's yeah, a coffee shop in L.A. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I'm about to say I recognize that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she goes chasing, she busts through a wall and she captures one of the guys and she's like in this rage. And, uh, you know, her, her friend and her family are telling her, you know, Jen, stop, what are you doing? Da, da, da. And then there's some police out there or some sort of law agency with some kind of futuristic tech. Looked like they had weapons that could maybe not hurt her, but maybe, you know, incapacitate her. Yeah. And you can you see her, you see Jen kind of gain her composure and kind of take stock of her situation and she the look on her face was great where she's like fuck yeah yeah and that's how the episode ends and that that was the penultimate episode so we got one more left that's it yeah i'm assuming i love that word penultimate i i'm assuming matt murdoch will represent her i'm, I'm guessing um but yeah man it was good I'm, I'm excited for this last episode i'm bummed that that's all it's it is hopefully uh we don't have to wait too long yeah me too i'm, I'm curious to see where they because honestly, I haven't heard anything about how well the show's doing on Disney+. Yeah. Plus. Uh, so I'm assuming it's because I haven't heard anything. I'm it's hoping it's doing time. well. Yeah. Because I know that when she, was it uh, Miss Marvel uh, was on, there were reports that it was not doing very well. Mm. I think it was like one of the least producing shows on uh, the Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. But that could just have to do with the fact that, you know, she's a brown person. <laughs> and, and a woman new and new character nobody knows yeah. or you yeah. know it wasn't she wasn't someone introduced in any of the other shows or the the films yeah it's um, a tough sell it's a, it's tough, a tough one sell. yeah yeah it's weird like the the marvel stuff is really like like no limit as a as a label like no limit would always introduce a new rapper on somebody on, a, on an established rapper's record yeah but then, like, if you know, if a no limit rapper just popped up on his own out of nowhere, you'd be like, I, I don't, it wouldn't you wouldn't even know, like, it wouldn't even be on your radar. So, like, they had to kind of follow that model of like, no, no, everybody else brings the next person in, yeah, and that way we're you're all established by association. And Marvel always does that, except for recently they've tried to not do it, but they've used bigger names, like not that Moon Knight is a big name, but Oscar Isaac is. And Ethan Hawke is. Yeah. So it's like they did it with Man, I forgot about that show. (laughs) Yeah, because it's not good. (laughs) I I totally forgot about Moon Knight. (laughs) It's really bad, but it has famous good actors. Yeah, that happened. Um, Yeah, and then with with Miss Marvel, I'm like, yeah, she's a kid. She's brown. She's a girl. Like, there's a lot of, for middle America, which is like all the money for these things comes from, there's a lot of uh, hurdles they had to get over. Yeah. What is she? Was she Pakistani on that show? Did you ever know. did you ever see any episodes? No. I saw a couple. And it, and the thing is it's not a bad show. I just for it yeah. just there were better shows on at the time and it didn't really right. grab me, but uh she was good, the actress. Was she? Yeah, yeah. Every I mean everybody was. Um I don't know. Yeah, it didn't it didn't 
Yeah, like it's, I didn't finish it, so it didn't grab me. But yeah, the action was like, not like the there's, Yeah, it's like there's there's comics that are good, but I just don't have any interest in reading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, well let's 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 get into this uh, Game of Thrones and then uh, we'll wrap up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I honestly uh, don't have a whole lot to say about this episode, unfortunately. Uh, I almost kind of just want to talk about last week's episode again. Not not <laughs> not not that not that the you know last night's episode was bad. It was it was there. I think it was more or less there just to kind of get rid of the king. You know, which oh, well, interesting. I I loved this episode. Yeah, I I didn't yeah, like I, I said I didn't great. I didn't dislike it. I didn't yeah. dislike it at all. I mean, it it was one of those things. I felt it was like a necessary part, necessary chapter in the story. You know, honest, obviously. Um, but yeah, it was it was solid. It just didn't really really resonate <laughs> with me. Um, interesting. I I really liked. It. I mean, obviously, like the the. It rests on the back of Viserys, the actor playing the king, and he knocks that shit out of the park. It's really impressive. Uh, he's dying, and he looks—he's been dying. <laughs> yeah, he he looks bad. Yeah, uh, he's got an eye missing. You know, half of his face is basically eaten away, um, and it's rough. But yeah, I really liked it. I I I loved. And they did have the time jump as well. Y- uh, yes. So the the kids are aged it up maybe five five years. I think I think they said five like or six that. years. Something oh, did like they? that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're aged yeah. Up. and uh, you know the uh, Allison and the King's kids are just evil shits. Um, they're the worst, man. Know, they're the fucking they're worst. Fucking, t- they're, they're, it's just a bunch of Joffreys. Yeah, um, you know, one is is raping maids, and the other is you know just training to be a killing machine so he can just inflict horror wherever he goes. Yeah, it was it was it's, the son that has uh, that that now owns the dragon. Um, yeah. He's got that patch on, and yeah, he got his eye eye cut out. Eye yeah, cut out, yeah, yeah. They're fucking but, uh, awful, man. I was like, geez, so like, terrible. So I'm terrible. like, man, Viserys and Allison, you are some shitty fucking parents. Horrible, you know I mean? horrible parents. And and you see, you know, Rhaenyra's kids, her original kids with uh, Strong, that guy, and that name, that word comes back later. Yeah. Um, and then she has now two kids with Damon, but like her kids are smart and nice and considerate. And uh, not egotistical, they're like normal, more or less kids. And uh, which means so, they're not long for this world. No, <laughs> they're too and, nice. And, they, and when those kids get together, like the tension with all of them is so high. Like the the rapey son of Allison is like telling, you know, the bride to be of the other kid. The names are now ridiculous. Yeah, like the Targaryens and the uh, Valerians. Valerians, they have five syllables and they just swish them around for every name. And it's now it is rough to get through these fucking names. Everybody's Aemon, Aegon, Aegon. It's it's bad. But anyway, the blonde kids, the evil ones, and then the, the dark haired kids, the good ones, their tension is super, super high. And then at a certain point, the king is having dinner with all. Oh, they're holding this court to basically be like who's in line to be the next king and all these people are coming to vie for their case including the the Driftmark's king's brother so he's there and and then the king finally walks in great entrance fucking amazing yeah because they're trying to do all this with honestly behind his back yeah without his knowledge but he was like no i'm gonna be there you know because he 
I will. I give the king credit. He raised some shitty oh. kids, but he really, like, he to his dying, to his dying breath, like, all he wants is for his family to come together. Yeah. And find some sort of common ground. Yeah. And yeah, that was that was sad to see. It that, was. You it know. was like all he wants is there to be love and peace, and it's just nobody's fucking interested. Yeah, and to stop the mac the political machinations and and all this, you know, bullshit. Because for him, he's like, this shit is settled, yo. Like, I this this should be settled. Like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah, he's so exasperated, and this poor guy. And yeah, you're right. He the makeup they did on his face was fantastic. I mean, he looks so fucking. Good. Yeah, he looks so he's like he looks like he looks like a zombie. You know. Yes. Yes. So he makes this long labored walk up to the throne, and you know that part where his crown fell off, and then Damon is there to pick it up. Yeah, it wasn't scripted. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, I mean, obviously they probably shot it again after it had happened, but like, yeah, apparently the crown fell off. That wasn't supposed to happen. And then so that little exchange where Damon comes up and puts his crown back on and helps him. That wasn't scripted. I like that scene a lot. Me too. Um, I thought that because I think we were talking about Damon, you know, last week. Where I, like, he's not a bad guy. You know, he's. I think he's. He is a bad guy. He, I don't, he, he has he has good qualities. He killed uh, his wife. Again, we don't know the full story behind that. We saw it. You saw it happen. He went there but we to didn't, kill her. She, I mean, she could have been on the way to go kill him. <laughs> you know? If not, she was minding her damn business I'm, and he came there to kill her. I'm just saying, the world of uh, Westeros is a treacherous one. You never know. Be, it it never was television, know. not radio. We saw this shit happen. <laughs> we did. I, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that there was more to that story. But I digress. Yes. <laughs> there wasn't. No, there the, wasn't. <laughs> the, okay, well, he's a bad guy with good qualities. I'll, I'll, totally. I'll, I'll meet you there. I'll meet you and there. I like him. I like him a lot. Yeah. He, he's a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a bad guy. But yeah, I like that scene of him uh, picking up the crown. For yeah. his brother it, it just it was and, and you could tell that it you know Viserys that actor he really sold that well where he was just like he was relieved and I don't know there was just something there where it was like you know thank you brother yeah you know? and he's turning like everybody's trying to help him up to the throne he's turning everybody away and the only person he doesn't turn away is Damon his yeah. brother it was very sweet it um, was. so then the you know the 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 Driftmark cousin or whatever or brother is like vying for his spot that he should have it and it shouldn't be Rhaenerys and it shouldn't be anybody else. It should be him. He's the rightful one to step in. And that's what the Hand and Alicent want, right. too. And the yeah, they basically like, have planned this already. Right. The king coming back, coming in, is throwing a monkey wrench into the Hand and Alicent's and uh, this Driftmark's plan. So now they're like, yeah. fuck. Yeah. And the king is like, and like you said, the king is like, we already settled this shit. I already said Rhaenyra is going to be queen. So-and-so is going to take over this. That shit is over. Yeah. And uh and then Renera and the the Driftmark wife, I always forget her name, they make a deal to support each other. And the king is like, Great, that deal's rad. Let's do that. And then the Driftmark guy comes back on Yeah, his name is uh Corliss. Corliss. Yeah, I'm and looking at Corliss the Corliss is yeah. talking some shit. And uh he's about he almost calls Rhaenyra's kids bastards and he stops and then Damon is like say it yeah fucking say it and and he's and he thinks he's gonna get away with it and he's like they're bastards and Rhaenyra's a whore yeah he went full scorched earth with that like Whoa. calling them bastards was, I mean they established in the last episode that word 
if it doesn't mean death, it definitely is something close to it. Because the king even said anybody who disputes their lineage or utters these words, they're losing their tongue. Yeah. But then and to call her a whore on top of oof. it. And the way it, and the way he said it too, like oh, it was almost like Vincent yeah, Man's yeah. type speak yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, he leaned into it hard, yeah. man. And then the king is like, I'll have your tongue. And then now we have a a shot facing what's it? Corliss? Corliss. Corliss. And then you just see his head cut in half horizontally or diagonally. And the top half of his head just fucking falls, <laughs> falls down. off, yeah. And we see Damon behind him fucking smiling like, thank God I got to kill somebody today. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I think he's, he had his line was uh, was something of the of the effect of uh, I think we'll be taking more than the tongue. Well, he or can keep like his that. tongue. Or he can keep his tongue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just in front of everybody, in front of kids and the king, everybody. And then, you know, somebody in the court is like, you know disarm him or take us and damon's like no you're not taking my sword yeah. nobody's touching me it's fucking badass man it was that made me really like him a lot it yeah i like i like that scene that yeah. I, so i guess yeah like the stuff we're discussing now is like all the shit that happened like in the middle towards the end of the episode mm-hmm. which is definitely where everything picked up you know yeah. um because then after this they have that dinner and it's a family dinner and this is again where you kind of get the uh, the sense that okay things have calmed, mm-hmm. seems like some sort of things have been, have worked out, and yeah. Rhaenyra's does her best to be the bigger woman, and she has this toast and she thanks Allison. It was and really beautiful and sweet too. It was yeah, and it was a way of them burying you know and effectively her trying to say look you know let's. Let's bury the hatchet. This has been going on, this thing between us, for far too long. She doesn't say this outright, but in her toast, this is what the message that she's conveying to everybody in the room. Mm -hmm. And you can see that it kind of works on Allison. She's like, oh, okay, yeah. And I think she gives a similar toast. Right. uh, Everybody gives toast. There's like 10 10 toasts at this table. Yeah. But then, again, like nothing can stay cordial. Like once the king leaves, like he he starts coughing and they're like, take him away. Take this old motherfucker out of here. Yeah, he's gonna give us all COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then one of the, the dark haired kid, the oldest one, who has he had to sit there and listen to the the rapey blonde kid tell his wife to be that like he doesn't know how to fuck. And like, if she wants to get fucked, he he'll fuck her instead. It's, it's awful. It is. Anyway. And the the dark haired kid gets up and he, he makes a toast to them. And he's like, you know, I'm glad we're all here. I hope we can be friends. And he's trying to like outclass him. And it works until the one who got his eye cut out by that, by him stands up and he gives a toast. And he's like, it's so good. You guys are so handsome and smart and so they are bastards and the the name of their father the last name of their father is strong so then he says you guys are so smart and he pauses and allison is like don't and he goes and strong you guys are strong and then they fucking start fighting and you're like nothing this is why they can't have nice things yeah 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 uh this that that character i'm like i'm looking at the cast so he's amon Amon. Amon. Okay. Yeah, the guy with the one eye. Um, yeah, it's, it's. It, I mean, it's it's about the kids. Yeah. You know, because uh, 
it's for me, I'm watching this. And I'm like, there's no way that Renera and I don't even, and this is me saying this without, I mean, I don't know the whole fucking lineage of the sh- of, of how this plays out, but just mm-hmm. she's not getting out of this uh, no. alive. And I, I don't no. think her kids are either. No. This definitely seems to be a win for these uh, shitty Targaryens. Yeah. Uh, these bratty kids, especially because they got one of the, you know, the biggest dragon in the fucking land. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, this is this is not going to end well for anyone. And and there was a scene like right after that, Rhaenyra's like, "I'm going to leave," and then Allison is like, "Don't stay, please. Let let we've we've mended something. Let's keep mending it." And then Rhaenyra's like, "Look, I'm going to take my kids home, and then I'll fly back on my dragon." And Allison's like, "Great." And you're like, "It was really touching." I was like, "Wow." The, after all these years and all this bad blood and fucking Allison tried to kill Rhaenyra and cut her kid's eye out. Like they're, they're finally getting to a place where maybe they can make up. And, and the then, hand, the hand doesn't like that either. Cause the hand no. liked the fact that him and his daughter were in lockstep. Right. And now that Rhaenyra has kind of thawed their relationship and they're kind of rekindling their friendship. That doesn't play well into his hands. No. And he's like one of the most, he's like one of the, the biggest diabolical. schemers. Yeah. Diabolical. Yeah. On yeah, the show. Yeah. Him, uh, what's that other dude? The Gimpy guy? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, I just, yeah, I I do descriptors for most of these people because I can't keep track of all their fucking names. Yeah. And then I think the Maesters are the worst of them all. They're, they're, because they're for sure have been poisoning the king. Um, I think they're, they're like their own secret sect. And they kind of, to me, I feel like they basically run Westeros and, you know, topple kings and queens whenever they, for whatever their agenda is. Yeah, yeah. They they've even in the original, you know, yes. seasons of Game of Thrones, I never trusted those maesters. No. And and how much uh uh pa- power power that they have. And they basically just listen to like not the like punies. gods, but like, yeah, but yeah, but like if a maester said it, it is so type of thing. Yeah. And it's like, nah, nah. No. Because no. they're they're in they're they're just as political as everybody else in these shows, you know? Yeah, totally. So then there, we cut to this scene and the king is like out of it. He's like literally minutes from death at this point. And Allison goes in to, to care for him. And the king is, starts talking about the prophecy, the dream he had, or, or Aegon's dream, the, the Aegon the Conqueror, his dream, and like kind of the Targaryen lineage of keeping the secret alive because there's a prophecy. And he's not supposed to say it to Allison, but he doesn't yeah, know who he, he's talking to. Right. Because he basically picks up on a conversation that he was having with his daughter about like this the whole day before the day yes. before yeah but and, and yeah and so when allison comes to see him he's so out of it like he's like you said he's having he's continuing on with what he was saying but to the wrong person like uh, yes. it was not meant for allison's ears it was meant for rainer's so yeah. yeah allison hears this and it's something to the effect of like her, it has to be you you're the one to unite everybody and yeah yeah and so or something like that but, but he mentions one of the sons her sons, right? Well, I thought he said Aegon. It's Aegon's dream. But again, the names and stuff gets confused. Yeah. And I wasn't quite sure how she took it. Like, she either took it like she knew this was meant for Rhaenyra and she needs to put a stop to that. Or now she thinks that she's the queen that's supposed to unite everybody and she's going to have to. Either way, she's going to fuck everything up. Right. And I mean, and they, and they, you know, basically, you know, you get a preview of that in the, uh, the preview for next the next episode. Oh, I, I where, don't watch those. Oh, you don't? Okay. No, well, yeah. she, well, she definitely feels emboldened in a way that leads me to think. Well, like you said, whether or not she she felt it was for her, for her to hear, or Rainera, uh, she's like, no, 
Yeah. Like she, now she's she's got some information that's weaponized, at least right. in her in her mind, where it's given her the uh, the umbers to move forward with what um, she wants to do. And right. in her mind, she's got the king's backing. So who's who's who's, so who's who's dead? Man. Like he he yeah. basically he he passes at the end of this. And that was funny too, where yeah. where she where she when they have that conversation, Allison and Rhaenyra, and she's like, you know, I'll take the kids home and I'll fly back. I'm like, this your pops. Yeah, he, I don't. He's not gonna make it till the morning, you know. Let alone, <laughs> and he doesn't. And he doesn't. Yeah, I'm like, look at this guy. Like, you think you have time to do all that and come back and tend to him? It's like, no, he's gonna yeah. be way gone by then. Yeah, yeah. It's anybody like you could, you know, see a picture of him and be like, oh, he's he's about to die. Like, yeah, he's, he's gone. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's it that you know, Game of Thrones always does this. Like, anytime things start to look up. You're like, no, this isn't yeah. going to last but a second. Like, there's there's no peace here um, for these people. And, uh, yeah, so everything's going to cr- come crumbling down, and it's very frustrating. But, but very, I, I but very see... Game of Thrones, you oh, know? Oh, man. Very so Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones. They're on brand it's... with this shit, and I, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. You know, yeah. me not, in, not liking this episode as much as last week is not, I mean, I, like I said, last, I thought the last episode was one of the greatest episodes of Game of Thrones that I'd ever seen. So, yeah, I mean, that's a high fucking mark. You're, not, you're only going to get a couple of those, at least <laughs> how I feel. Yeah. So this not that this episode not being on that level is not an indictment on this episode. It's very good. And like I said, it was I don't I mean, it was good. It definitely was not bad at all. It was very good. It just yeah. didn't really. You like really I said, it moved things right? along. You seem defensive. Are you OK? I don't, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I just, I just don't yeah. want anybody thinking that I didn't like the episode. All these tweets are going to be like, what the fuck, man? Fuck Brian. You know what? Fuck the Bombcast. You guys suck. That's kind of what I expected to see in those reviews that you that you <laughs> tweeted out. No, man. Twitter insults, Twitter insults just, they don't they don't register with me. So, But reviews, like a review insult would be bad. Nah. So I, I don't, I don't I'd, expect, I'd expect it. I'd probably be like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of that... Uh, rate and review us on Apple iTunes. Uh, when you do that, when you when you give reviews and a five star rating, it just takes a click, motherfucker. You're already on your phone or your computer right now. If you're hearing me say this, you're already there. When you do that, um, it bumps us up in the algorithm, so it it helps us potentially get exposed to more people. So uh, that's what that's for. So if you, it's not a vanity project, even though I do masturbate to those reviews, but like, (laughs) that's just a hell, that's just a bonus. Yeah. yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, So yeah, that's what it's for. So if you can, we would appreciate the hell out of that. Um, But yeah, what else is, is out there? That's it. Do you want to do, before we get out of here, I got to get to the gym at four one. Want to do a quick bomb disposal? Yeah. um, Yes, I do. All right, it is now time for Bomb Disposal. Bomb Disposal! Dope. All right. I love that. <laughs> Thank you, brother. I love that All shit. Right. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. You know what's funny? When, yeah, I think I mentioned before, like, I, I knew that that was the direction I wanted to go, but what was like in my mind for inspiration, I didn't listen to it cause I didn't want to be like influenced, influenced by it. But in my mind, what I heard and what I wanted to get like a little bit of the essence of was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. You know what? I, and it comes through. Oh, I'm happy to hear it. That. A- it absolutely comes through. Yeah. 
No, uh, great job. Great job. You Thank are you. Thank you. a fantastic producer of this show and creator of music. This, the opening theme, all the oh, shit that it, you do. Say it, say it slower. Let me turn the lights down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, all right. So this is a uh, segment where we, uh, B and I will take or uh, tell the other person two things. And uh, we imagine there's a bomb attached to each and you only have time to dismantle one bomb. And uh, the other one blows up to be gone forever. And then you're left with the just other one. the one thing that you saved. So I've got one real quick for you and for me, okay. actually. So what's that? Remove selected. What are you doing? Oh, no, I got it. <laughs> I'm looking at what Graham's sharing your screen. I'm like, what are you deleting, dude? <laughs> just so I don't play it again. Okay. All right. Let me see. Um, so this is a food-based one. I don't think we've done anything about food. You no, ready? Not. I have a food-based one, too. Oh, you got to copy me, man. Uh, it's already on here. got to be original. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. Well, ho hopefully, hopefully it's not the same. All right, go ahead. All right. So you can only save one. We only got time to uh, defuse a bomb on one of these. Mexican food or Japanese food? Uh, ooh, that is hard. Uh, actually, it's not that hard for me. I'm going, uh, I'm saving Japanese food. Yeah, Japanese food all the way. I, yeah. uh, I love Mexican food. Um, but yeah, the Japanese food, I mean, you know, yakitori and sushi and udon and, and ramen and fucking sweets that you, you can't even believe are so incredible. Yeah, Japanese food all the way. Yeah, that, that was, yeah, ja I'm saving Japanese too. Uh, yeah. Sorry to all my Latino brothers and sisters. Yeah, out there. no disrespect. I love no disrespect, Mexican food. Me too. Yeah. I love, but if I can only ha keep one of these things, yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, for everything you said, Graham, and and just for the uh, the healthiness yes, of it uh, as well. It's yeah. uh, <laughs> it's again, no disrespect to to, to, to Mexican food because I love me, I love it. But, but it's, it's just it's a, it's heavy and yeah. you know, not all of the Japanese. Um, you know, cuisine is like that, but a lot of it is, you know, it's kind of, it's healthier. A lot yeah. of, uh, it's just not as, uh, greasy and, uh, uh, carb heavy, even though yeah. they have a lot of rice, but it's, you know, totally. it's, it's usually a lot of just proteins, uh, vegetables and tons of fish. Tons and, of and, fish. And, yeah. And that's and, the thing too. Tons of fish. Um, yeah. And, and I can eat, I can eat, uh, pork cutlet over curry rice all day every day for the yeah, rest of my life me, me too it, it's it, it's a top five meal period for me yeah it's a comfort food you know oh my god it's um, so fucking good yeah and yeah and you're right i think just the breadth of everything because i think when people most people think of japanese food they're just thinking sushi yeah but there's so much more i mean the ramen like you said the curry uh yakitori man just grilled meats and vegetables yeah, on sticks on a fucking skewer it's yeah just, oh my god and yeah. uh their chicken the karage is I mean, uh, yeah. the best fried chicken I made, that I've I ever made, had was in Japan. Yeah, I made chicken katsu over the weekend for Grace and I over curry. Like it's, yeah. it's just, yeah. yeah, it's the best, man. It's and in best. Japan, they uh, use the best part of the chicken, which is the fucking dark meat. You know what I mean? Of course. I mean, they, yeah. they use it all, but the, they, they, yeah, yeah. the dark meat is what they use. It's that's where the it, flavor is. Chicken breast is for suckers. It is. Yeah, man. Yeah, get Legs that, and thighs, man. Legs and thighs. Get that sandpaper-ass piece of chicken <laughs> <out> my, <laughs> off my plate. Dry yeah, man, shit. the dark meat—it's—it's it's all the fucking flavor. It's—it's it's moist, and oh, everybody loves that word. Moist, yeah, it's yeah. moist. Um, it's a little uh, a ASMR for you. I'm moist. a fan of moisture. 
Me too, man. Moisture yeah. all day, every day. All right, I have one too, and it, it is also a food-based. So uh, you have two choices. You can either save burgers and fries or pizza. Oh, man. Okay, burgers and fries and pizza. All right. Uh, sorry, Mickey D's. I'm going to have to see you go bombs away. I'm saving uh, pizza. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Mickey D's is a terrible. I know, but I know, but I, I got you, know. you. I got you. I got you. Wow. So you're saving pizza. That that made you know seeing the bomb go off if it's strapped uh-huh. to a McDonald's makes it go down a lot <laughs> smoother than instead of like a Five Guys or something that I really enjoy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I. I mean, look, I, I love a burger. Don't get me wrong. I mean, who doesn't? But I think I, I don't know. know. It's. Yeah, I mean, pizza. Yeah, I, I, I mean, and maybe I'm just I'm just using because I've had so many. I mean, I've had a lot of pizza in my life too. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of both, but I can certainly I, I can I can live without burgers and fries. Easy, easy. That's not really much of a comfort food for me. Okay. Um, whereas pizza is, I, I yeah, man, I fucking love pizza, dog. I love pizza, man. I mean, yeah, I I would say burgers and fries. Um, I love pizza so, so much, but uh, yeah, burgers and fries are also a top five meal for me. Okay. Uh, See what, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Burgers and fries isn't for me. It's top 10, but definitely not top five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look at that. To be fair. Two food-based ones. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. But to be fair, if I was doing a top five, pizza would probably be in there too. (laughs) Well, I guess it it depends. If you take these things individually, if you say Italian food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Just you have any... to, if you have to pick a meal. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, okay, so, okay, so. I don't think I pizza would said... be in my top five. Or burgers. No, I, th- I think meal, burgers no. and fries for sure for me. Um, and then I'm going ramen, uh, banh mi. Uh, I already said pork or chicken katsu over curry rice. And then for five, um, I'm just going to go with uh, sashimi of, you know, a variety of, you know, but sashimi, a plate of okay. sashimi. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm not giving you my five. Wow. I see yeah. how it is. Because I, I, I honestly, I don't, I don't have, I'm really bad at coming up with lists like these, especially on the top uh-huh. of my head. Because I, 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 cause I'll, I'll rattle off five and then I'll be like, well, fuck, I forgot about the most obvious thing, the thing that I really what? like. Well, the best thing, the best part about it is that none of this shit matters. Not That's I mean, true. That's true. I don't, I don't give a fuck what I just said. It I matters to me. Mind. It matters to me. I can change my mind right now and it's fine. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Meatloaf would be good. on there. Ooh, I do love a meatloaf, man. I love meatloaf. Meatloaf, yeah. crab legs. Ooh. Um, yeah, crab legs are good. I mean, I'm going to say. I, I, I left out dim sum, so, you know, yeah. I'm not the biggest dim sum guy. I like Are you dim serious? sum. I mean, I like yeah, I like dim sum. Dim sum. I, yeah, it's not. I'm 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 not a big Chinese food guy to be honest. Mm, too heavy. Too heavy. Yeah. Yeah. I do like mabo though. That's probably like my favorite thing. Sure. Um, ramen's a good is a good choice. Uh, I didn't even include breakfast food. What am I doing my list? Ah oh, man, fuck my list. I didn't even include like bacon eggs and 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 waffles and shit. So never mind. Forget forget my list. Se- that, that's a separate one. That's a separate breakfast and. Okay. Other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm, breakfast. I'm down. Because yeah, I'm breakfast down. is its own unique thing, you know. Breakfast is the best out of any of the food. It is. Whatever it is, breakfast is is king amongst all food. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It is my favorite. Um, you can't go wrong. I mean, I, I love breakfast, man. Omelets, eggs Benedict. Yeah. Uh, do you like eggs Benedict? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I love of course. Eggs Benedict. 
I mean, even uh, even just simple, you know, just a fried egg over rice, man. It's it's you just can't get better. Fucking yeah, waffles are so good. I made blueberry pancakes this weekend. I used to love pancakes. I haven't had a pancake in I don't know, maybe like eight nine years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, I just one day I like I was pancaked out. Yeah, I was like I can't have another pancake. I think I I, like waffles more than pancakes. I do. Yeah, I do. I do too. Um, even back when I was eating pancakes, yeah, maybe I just make that decision. No, I get it. Like pancakes are they're heavy. It's it's just you're eating. It feels like you're eating bread. Yeah, they're really heavy. Yeah, that's another favorite of mine. Just bread and cheese or cheese and crackers. Forget about it, man. Yeah, I'm not a big bread guy either. I mean, I love, but which is, I mean, I love sandwiches, right? Those sandwiches would definitely be on my top five list. Just, What's your favorite I, sandwich? What's your favorite sandwich? Honestly, man, like, just give me a classic, you know, <laughs> just a classic sandwich with like all the regular type shit on there. Like, you know? like turkey, lettuce, tomato. Turkey, lettuce, tomato, like, you know. Like a club uh, sandwich. Yeah, yeah, something love, like that. I love a club sandwich, man. Love you know, just, sandwich. you know, something something basic. I just, I love just a really good hearty sandwich, you know, stacked totally. with meat, you know, mayo, a little bit of mayo. Yeah. Uh, or may or Miracle Whip. Some mustard, some, you know, olive oil. Uh, sure. Maybe a little salt and pepper, like some oregano. Like, like, like more like a, like an, an Italian sub, maybe. Is, it seems like what you're saying. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, I love sandwiches. But, but but the thing, like, I look at bread where it's like, I just need the bread to hold my shit together. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> that's not the store. Like, if I go to if I go to a Subway, I always Subway. get the flatbread. That's, uh, Subway's trash, though. Ah, Subway's all right. It's You're trash. In a, it's in a pinch. Sorry. It's actual trash. It's, it's it's the McDonald's. What McDonald's is the burgers, Subway is the sandwiches. Yeah, I'm not disputing. I'm not disputing. <laughs> I actually had uh, Jersey Mike's yesterday. I like Jersey uh-huh. Mike's. Uh, they, they look good. I've never had them. You never had Jersey Mike's? Do they have any? They probably don't have any out your way. I don't think the, I have any. The, there, there is a, uh, like a- In the boonies. Yeah, there is a, uh, like a, not a mom and pop, but it maybe it is. There is a just one small sub place nearby that's very good. Oh, yeah. The mom and pop sub spots are, the, are usually the best ones. Hell yeah. Um, oh, you yeah, know who makes a good sandwich is uh, Vons. And like Ralph's, right? if you go there, the deli all, section, all, just have them make grocery you a sandwich. Stores, yeah. Grocery yeah. Store, all grocery stores do good. Those sandwiches, sandwiches are pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. When I when I lived in Studio City, I'd walk down the street to uh, Ralph's, and I'd always go to their deli. They were really good. I remember the first time I went to a Subway. I was young, and uh, well, so I, so I guess it wasn't the first time. But when I got older, and I, I would go to Subway, and you know they always have the different you know subs, right? Where it's like you know here's the cold cut combo, here's this, here's that. I remember the first time I'm like, okay, yeah, let me get this. Um, uh, foot-long turkey breast or whatever. And so they start asking me all these fucking questions. And I'm like, I just want that. Like, can't you just make yeah. that, that picture? Just yeah. whatever, whatever <laughs> is in that sandwich right there that I'm looking at on your board, just make that for me. Yeah. But then I found out, I was like, no, it's like, that's just a guy pretty much. And now you got to go in. And, and I remember the first time I just found that so annoying. I, I just want you to make this for me. I, gotta, I don't want to have a conversation with you. You're asking me all these fucking questions. <laughs> I don't like this shit. You're a sandwich shop. Just make me a sandwich. Make me a make sandwich. Make me a fucking sandwich. You're a yeah. sandwich. Yeah. But now, but now I, I go in and I'm, I'm like the easiest customer. I'm like, what kind of bread? Flat, uh, Swiss, um, and then toppings, everything. Uh, dressing, mayo, mustard, oil, vinegar, salt, pepper. Wow. Boom. Not I make it easy. I hate I'll the people in there like, hmm. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. What what is this? There is nothing more annoying than a per like and I love food and I take my you know, I, I want to always eat the the right thing that I want at the moment because it sucks getting something and you're like, fuck, this wasn't what I wanted. Damn it. It, it sucks. It's like picking a movie and then halfway through you're like, ah oh, shit. I didn't want to watch this. It sucks. Well that's well that's easy. You can just turn that son of a bitch off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but with food, it's like you paid your money or sorry, I get it. But at the same time, it's like you're an adult. Like Go in there with something in mind and order that and get out. Like, don't yeah. waiting around asking questions about exactly. That. Yeah, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you know, get your shit, move it along. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got one of those uh, delivery meal services. I gotta I gotta eat this sandwich and go whip my dick out to somebody. So let's let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's get this show on the road. Yeah, uh, I forget which one, but I finally had to cancel that sh- that shit because it, it kept. Oh, it was a uh, Blue Apron. Mm. It, it was a gift that a friend of mine gave me. So I got two free boxes, two free meals. Mm-hmm. And then, but once you sign up, at least back then, this might be a year and a half ago, they made it so difficult for you to cancel. Oh. You know, so, so for me to accept the two free boxes, I had to basically sign up and create an account mm-hmm. with Blue Apron. And then it basically went, like once you are signed in, every week that goes by, you can basically accept or edit yeah. the meals that they chosen for you or skip skip the week yeah. skip the week and because and because it was like so many hurdles just to cancel the thing i just been skipping <laughs> for months and every now that hard to cancel and every now and again i would uh like okay i like that meal so i'll have them deliver it it's like uh-huh. uh fifty dollars for two meals uh-huh. uh but i usually just skip months and months ahead of time but these motherfuckers got me man they normally <laughs> i know i normally get an update saying you have one day to skip or to change your order I didn't get it this time, and I got a surprise box delivered to me this past Friday. Uh, but but it's my last one because they actually did simplify the canceling okay. process. Because now it's a simple, it's it's one button. Before they were like you had to go send an email to our corporate site, explain a reason why this, that, and the other. To be I'm fair, like, that that is also not that complicated. I know, but I could, but I was on my phone at the time. I just wanted to say cancel. Oh, yeah, if if only your phone could send emails. All right, you don't you don't get what I'm you know yeah all right forget it forget I do it. I, I do I do forget it. it I do get it <laughs> but I got my final you asshole I got my final two meals yeah and so I'm gonna I'm gonna cook one of them tonight I think the last meal that I got I forgot I I even had it and it just went bad in my refrigerator yeah. so I'm gonna cook yeah. that later tonight I, I was using Blue Apron uh, it's like two years ago I think I used it for like a year. And I really liked it. Um, I was paying like, I don't know, 60 bucks a week. And it would it would do dinners for Grayson and I, uh, for like four days. A week. So it, it, it was oh, great. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was great. Um, you know, I, I it, obviously you're getting a ton of variety. It is easy to do it all. I'm cooking everything from scratch anyway. So it was just easier. You know, a lot, a lot of the prep work is done. Not um, enough. That's my. That's one of my gripes. Not enough of prep work is done. A little bit more. I don't. I. I hate having to dice and cut up sure. vegetables, man. Sure. I don't even follow the directions. I'm like, well, all right, what I got to do with this? I'll just quickly just do a hack of. I'm like, all right, that's that's done. Off to the side. Wow. Yeah. I really. I don't wow. care for the presentation all that much. I just want to get this thing cooked and eaten. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. I. I don't mind it. I like the process. But the one, I was like, well, you know, I am. I'm not wasting any of it, but like. Um, it it is cheaper to do it myself. I can cook all this shit myself, um, and then also with the thing that really bothered me was like it's just so fucking much plastic. Yeah, everything is wrapped in a plastic yeah. bag, and there's you know for if I'm get for the whole week there's 
I don't know, 50 plastic bags and bottles and containers. And that was the thing that ultimately was like, you know, I feel like such a piece of shit for like this much waste. I'm wasting like an insane amount of plastic every week. I was like, I can't do this shit. It is a lot. You're not lying about that because I mean, every single fucking theme down there uh, is, you know, bagged, sealed in some sort of a plastic thing, except for like vegetables. Yeah. Uh, And even then, sometimes those are even uh, sealed up. I think this reminds me like I have a, a squash. But it was like a like a, a main like a baby squash, so that uh-huh. was just a kip free you know a Kimbo in there. It yeah. wasn't a bag, but everything else was. Where it's like, and I was only, I'm only getting two meals, so for me it's not that bad. But I I definitely see what you mean because you start putting that stuff away, <laughs> you just got all these baggies and everything in your fucking yeah. fridge, and it's like, geez, this is a lot of plastic here. Yeah, and it's like you know we're never gonna be able to get off plastic completely because I mean plastic is in our electronics. It's it's in it's every everything has plastic in it. I get that, but like, man, in my normal life, I would never <laughs> waste yeah. this much plastic ever. And just from because of Blue Apron, plus you know the ice packs they send in there, yep, their plastic, um, and whatever that goo, that freezing goo they put inside, whatever the fuck that is. And it was chemicals, just, just some sort of crazy yeah. chemicals, man. Yeah. And it just felt like this doesn't feel good to do. Like yeah. something about this feels wrong and evil. So now I'm going to stop. Yeah. But I, I do miss all the variety of, uh, of meals. It was, it was, it was nice to like what you're talking about, like not having, not standing there and thinking for an hour about what you're going to, yeah. you know, because I make everything for Grayson and I. So it's like, I'm constantly thinking about like, what am I going to make this week? What am I going to make today? And I have to, I have to do that work. So it was nice to have that done. Yeah. That's the one good thing about it where it's like, okay, I got these two meals. Like, and I was just gauge which one's going to, can I prepare the quickest? I'm like, <laughs> all right, boom, you're up. Let's go. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. All right. Well, on that note, this seems like a good time to, to yeah. end this. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to the gym just like you, or I'm yeah. going to go downstairs. Um, yeah, yeah. Please uh, rate and review on iTunes. Please do that, and uh, follow us on Twitter at Bombcast Podcast. Uh, there's a link to our merch and whatever there. Um, yeah, I'm uh, at Graham Baker on Twitter as well. Oh, you know what? Follow my YouTube channel. Uh, uh, if you, we'll go to at Graham Baker on Twitter, and you'll find my YouTube channel, and subscribe to me there too. Yeah, do what he says. Yeah, obey. Yeah, you fuckers. Uh, and then I guess that'll do it. All right, brother. See you guys uh, next week. I hope. Let me check if I was recording. <laughs> and it looks like I was. All right. All right. Yeah. Success. We got I it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> All right, guys. Peace. All right, man. Peace. The Bombcast.